Well, hello and how you doing? I'm Gary Crenshaw, host of Better Than New, the podcast that helps you find a cool used car, truck, or SUV at a price you love. It's also a podcast where we give you info on how to keep whatever car you own running properly so it can stay safely on the road. And today, being Thanksgiving Day here in the U.S., I wanted to take a few minutes to say what I'm thankful for as it relates to my favorite subject, which is cars, trucks, and life behind the wheel. So hop in, buckle up, and let's go for a drive on Thanksgiving Day. Now, as someone who loves to get behind the wheel and make good time heading to my next destination, or maybe nowhere in particular, I think it's helpful on a day like Thanksgiving Day to look back and think about where we've been over the past 12 months and think about what makes us thankful when we're holding a steering wheel in our hands and driving someplace. And these are the things that make me thankful, and maybe they'll resonate with you too. Now, when it comes to cars in general, here's a few things that I'm thankful for. Now, I'm thankful for anti-lock brakes. Now, you might think that's weird to start with, but, you know, really I am. Because without thinking, you can just press down as hard as you want on that brake pedal and your car will stop as quickly as the conditions allow. So that's great. I'm also thankful for traction control. Now, that's the thing that stops your car from spinning and sliding when you start to accelerate going around a corner. It's made a big difference in terms of your insurance rates in a positive way, so it's a good thing. It's good also to keep drivers on the road. Now, I'm also thankful for the button in my car that I can use to turn off traction control. That, to me, is important when I want to have a little bit of fun. I'm also thankful for powerful headlights, accurately aimed and human-controlled by hand with a high beam and low beam switch, not the new automatic high beam headlights that basically are automatic because they're on all the time. And I'm looking at you, Tesla, and also at you, Acura, and also kind of at Subaru. Mostly Tesla. Now, I'm also thankful for flip-up headlights. For no other reason than they make me smile. I like them. I'm also thankful for cars with curves instead of angles, or at least a combination of both in their styling. I'm thankful for cars that are attractive. It's not easy to define attractive, but we kind of know it when we see it. And a lot of cars these days, at least new ones, are kind of ugly. So, I tend to like some of the older cars that have a few more curves. And I'm also thankful for cars with character, not just function. I mean, if function ruled everything, everybody would be driving a box, right? Now, what about parking? Now, that's everybody's favorite, right? Especially this time of year when you're trying to negotiate a parking lot while you're shopping for holiday gifts. Well, I'm thankful for people who can actually park evenly and straight between the lines in a parking stall. Those people are kind of my heroes. I'm also thankful for shoppers who can take their shopping cart back to the cart corral. Hey folks, you know, a lot of times it's only like 10 feet away, 20 feet away. People who are looking for where to return their cart as they're going to their car, you are like a god. You're my hero. I love you. Well, I don't really love you, but you know what I mean. You're great. So keep doing it. And you other folks, eh, you know, work on your game. You can easily go back to the cart corral with your cart. Now, I'm also grateful for people who drive at a sane speed in a parking lot. In all my years of driving, I have never seen anyone give a trophy for getting from one side of the parking lot to the other side faster than anybody else. I mean, it's filled with people who are walking to their cars, they're trying to back out, they're trying to negotiate the space. You don't have to race through a parking lot. Let's just slow down a little bit, all right? 
Now, when it comes to parking, I'm also thankful for drivers who don't honk while waiting for my parking spot at Costco. Now, if I'm in a Miata and I'm unloading each and every one of the 200 or so rolls of toilet paper that came in the Kirkland toilet paper pack, and I'm also trying to load up like a week's worth of groceries, clearly I'm going to be a few minutes. So holding off on the honking, that's a good thing. For those that did, great. For those who didn't, you don't get this spot. Okay, so what about driving? What am I thankful for? Well, I am thankful for drivers who don't text at left-turn stoplights. Okay, you're sitting there at the light, and somebody like three cars in front of you is sitting there texting. You maybe can see it, you maybe can't. The light turns green, nobody moves. It's like, well, what's going on? Maybe the person right behind them is texting too, so nobody's paying attention. And you're like the third or fourth, so you, you know, sheepishly honk, beep. And then they finally go, ooh, and then they take off. And then the next one, ooh, and then they take off. And then the third person zips through under yellow, and you're stuck going, wait, I don't get through the light? Now I have to wait like three more minutes because Popo, Ding Ding, and Doofus in front of me were texting? That's not fair. Just stop it. Now, I'm also thankful for people who don't text while driving at 70 miles per hour on the freeway. Or frankly, any speed anywhere. Now, come on, you don't need to be texting, right? Just stop it. Now, here's another one. I'm thankful for roundabouts designed to keep people moving and for drivers who can negotiate them without having to come to a complete stop when nobody's coming in the roundabout. Europeans honestly just laugh out loud at our feeble American roundabout skills, so please work on yours if they're not up to par, and if you find improvement difficult, just get a bus pass. And along those lines, I'm also thankful for people who know that they don't drive well and have enough self-awareness to just get a bus pass or download the Uber app. Look, throwing in the towel is a viable option if your skills behind the wheel are suspect, okay? Now, when it comes to impaired driving, I'm thankful for people who don't drink and drive. I'm also thankful for people who don't get high and drive. And I'm thankful for people who don't drive while they're getting high. And especially for people who smoke pot with the window down in front of me. Yeah, I saw you. And for those who are doing that, look, the rest of us can smell your stinky, dank kush with its scent of recent skunk roadkill. So please, for the sake of the kids and my nose, just stop it, okay? Now, what about snow and winter driving? Well, okay, I'm thankful for all the places in the U.S. that don't salt the roads in winter. I'm also thankful for the amazing extra traction that winter tires provide on ice and snow. And you know, if you required winter tires on ice and snow, you wouldn't need the salt. So think about it, people. Now, I'm also thankful for people who buy and install winter tires so they're prepared to drive in winter conditions before the snow falls. Hey, think about it. It's a smart thing. Now, I think these people are cool, and I would invite them over to my Thanksgiving gathering if I knew them. If you think you know me and you know where I live, don't just show up, okay? I won't let you in. But you know, I'm saying you're pretty cool if you do that. Now, I'm also thankful for all-wheel drive in combination with winter tires. This is literally the killer combination of traction. It's the holy grail of traction on ice and snow. Now, if you can go with only one of the two, then go with winter tires over all-wheel drive. It's a better choice. You'll have more traction for not only accelerating, but also for stopping and turning. But if you have both, you are my new best friend on a snow day for life. Well, or at least for the day. Okay, now I'm also thankful for people who know their limits and just stay home on a snow day when they're not comfortable driving in such conditions. If you do that, then you too are a hero because 
you're making it easy for those of us who are prepared for snow to navigate home safely. Now, every time it snows where I live, someone in a two-wheel drive vehicle without winter tires ends up abandoning their car, blocking at least half the road to our neighborhood. It happens like clockwork. It's every year, twice a year, three times a year, but at least once every year. So just know your limits. Don't do it. We will be thankful for you. Now, speaking of driving in winter, I'm also thankful for heated leather seats. You know how cold leather can be on a winter day? Oh, my God. Heated leather seats are like a revelation, people. We got to have more. I love them. Bring me more. I'm also thankful for a good heater on a cold day, especially in my Miata, and especially in my Miata with the top down. It keeps everything warm except my head. Now, to solve that problem, I'm thankful for the dorky Elmer Fudd ear flap hat that I wear when the top's down in freezing weather. Now, I look stupid, but I feel great. Now, I'm even more thankful for the second dorky Elmer Fudd ear flap hat that I bought for my wife. When she wears it, she also looks stupid. But I tell her she looks great. I think she believes me. Now, I'm thankful that I can lie on those occasions with a straight face, but that's mostly because my face is frozen. So maybe she doesn't believe me. I don't know for sure. All right. What about do-it-yourself car repairs? Hmm. So when it comes to that, I'm thankful for the internet and all the do-it-yourself videos people post to help out others. You are truly a great human and will be elevated to automotive sainthood by the car gods if you do this in a clear, concise, and professional manner. If your videos are clear, concise, professional for the do-it-yourselfers, you will be a saint. Now, I'm even thankful for those do-it-yourself types who post up marginal videos you know, the ones with the GoPro camera strapped to their head, and their head is whipping back and forth, just snapping from side to side, kind of like a squirrel trying to find a hawk that's flying overhead, trying to avoid being eaten. Now, in spite of the seizures that your videos give me, I still appreciate the fact that you tried, but failed, to share your DIY knowledge. So please, keep trying, and please, get better. Now, I'm also thankful for the internet forums for specific makes and models of cars. They have them for everything. Ford, Chevy, Dodge, you've got Acura, you've got specific things like, you know, the Honda Pilot, whatever. You can find them out there. Just do a quick Google search and you'll find it. And within those forums, you're going to find great information on those specific cars. As long as you can make it past the snarky insider comments and banter that adds so little but says so much about the lonely lives of a handful of regular posters on those forums. I mean, look, I love you guys. I love your snarkiness. But enough of the inside jokes, okay? We don't need it, all right? Now, on the DIY front, I want to say I'm thankful for Scott at the Renton, Washington AutoZone, who recently checked the alternator from my Audi S4 Avant and confirmed that it was in good working order. Just knowing it works makes me sleep better. That said, I'm thankful for all the local auto parts stores that test parts, that loan tools, that check trouble codes, that recycle used motor oil, and so much more. People, it's all for free. And it's truly surprising what you can get checked for free or borrow for free. I'm talking about like tools here. So from your local auto parts store. So be sure to check the local auto parts store before you spend money on a part that maybe is still good or spend money on a specialty tool that you'll only use once when you could just borrow it. So think about that. Now, I'm also thankful for Amazon Prime and all the times I was able to order a part or a tool I needed overnight. So I had it in the morning. I mean, what a game changer. 
Oh, and by the way, you know, I'm not getting money or paid by any of these people. I'm just telling you, these are things I'm thankful for. Uh, speaking of that, I'm thankful for all the other online parts sellers I used for my recent Audi DIY project, especially FCP Euro and JH Motorsports. These two suppliers consistently had great parts and shipped them to me quickly without delay. And that was really the key thing. They outperformed my expectations. Most of the parts suppliers were, would tell me like, oh yeah, your part's going to be there Thursday. And then on Thursday, it wouldn't show up. And then there would be a thing on Friday that says, you know, it's going to be delivered by, you know, 6.15. And then by 6.15, there was a thing that said pending. And then I thought maybe it'll be there Saturday. And then on Monday, there was a thing that said it's going to show up Tuesday. You know what? If you just told me Tuesday... I would be fine. But because you didn't, I hate you. <laughs> okay? I mean, not really, but it's like, come on, just under-promise, over-deliver. Okay? So for people who do that, thank you. And when it comes to inexpensive tools that get the job done, I'm also thankful for, wait for it, Harbor Freight. I have bought more tool sets that I can count, on my fingers at least, from Harbor Freight. Um, I've also probably lost or double-bought more tool sets from Harbor Freight because I forgot that I had them or they were squirreled away someplace. So I'm famous for that as well. But the parts are cheap enough that I'm able to buy another set and not feel too bad about it. So I like Harbor Freight for the inexpensive stuff. Now, I'm also thankful for, and this is a weird one, CRC's QD Electronic Spray Cleaner and Berryman's Electronic Cleaner. You're probably like, what? This guy's, what, is he getting high? Is he spraying that up his nose? Mm, maybe I should. Um, hey, look, these two cleaners work wonders removing grease from just about everything, and they do it safely, including things like sensitive electronics, and that's why I use it. In fact, these two aerosol cleaners, plus the missing toothbrush my wife is still looking for, <laughs> by the way, made relatively easy work of all the grease and grime built up on the Audi's engine on the side of the motor and kind of down the front. So really, I'm thankful. But my wife with her disappearing toothbrushes, eh, not so much. I'll have to find one and put it back in the drawer for her. Anyway, Berryman's and QD Electronic Cleaner, great stuff if you need to clean up any sort of grease. So this being a used car podcast, I should probably talk about what is it about used cars that I'm thankful for. So first of all, I'm thankful for the simple things when it comes to used cars. For example... I'm thankful for having enough room to actually reach the parts I need to replace or repair under the hood if I'm doing like a do-it-yourself project. Used cars just have less stuff under the hood, and less stuff means more space to do the work. And that is really a luxury for a DIY project. Now, I'm also thankful when those used car parts aren't rusted or corroded in place. That's a problem on used cars, you know, if they come from someplace where there's salt on the roads in the wintertime. Lots of rust and corrosion, hard to break parts loose. So that's a problem. Now, I'm thankful for WD-40 and PB Blaster penetrating oil when parts are rusted or corroded in place. Just spray some of that stuff on and it, you know, comes apart a lot easier. You might have to wait a day, but it eventually works. And I'm thankful for simple to detach electronic connectors. I'm looking at you, Audi. A lot of tough to reach, hard to break apart connectors on my Audi. And a lot of people say, oh, German cars are easy. No, they really aren't. It's not because you can't get the connector apart. It's because they put it in a place that's so small and so tight, I can't even get my hands in there to do the work, right? And if you try to disconnect them with a tool, they're going to break, especially after 15 years and thousands of heat cycles. So again, I'm thankful for simple to detach electronic connectors under the hood. I'm also thankful for lightweight components. 
And that's why I love my Miata. Miatas are tiny. They're lightweight sports cars. They have little lightweight wheels. They have little lightweight parts in comparison to other cars. So, you know, that's a good thing. They're not as light as some. It's not a Lotus, for example, but they're light. <laughs> Compare an alternator from the Miata to the alternator from the Audi. Oh, it's like night and day. They might be round, but geez, one weighs a lot more. Here's another one. I'm thankful for minimal plastic parts on older cars. Plastic turns brittle and breaks easily after thousands of miles and thousands of heat cycles. So less is more when it comes to plastics in the engine compartment. And older used cars have less plastic, mostly. Now, I'm thankful for used cars without sunroofs. You may be thinking, what is he talking about? Well, you truly haven't lived until you've had 20 years of brown liquid goo shoot out at like fire hose speed into your face from a sunroof drain tube as you lie on your back under a car, sticking a wire in there, trying to get it to break loose. I mean, it's a truly exhilarating feeling getting splashed in the face like that. But do remember to close your mouth. Ask me how I know. Now, I'm thankful for cars with smaller diameter wheels. Mounting the 20-inch wheels with winter tires on my wife's 2009 Toyota Highlander each fall was serious exercise. Okay? I get my exercise other ways. I don't want to do it lifting wheels and tires. Mounting the 14-inch wheels with summer tires on my 1994 Miata is easy by comparison. So, that's another one. Now, I'm thankful for used cars with simple, intuitive controls. Give me a knob or a button that I can reach without looking for the more simple functions, like changing the temperature on the heater, changing the temperature on the air conditioning, turning up the radio, turning down the radio. I don't need a touchscreen for any of that stuff. I don't want to take my eyes off the road just to, you know, get two degrees more heat. Now, I'm also thankful for manual transmissions in older cars. With a manual, you're more connected to the car and how it works. Manuals also reduce distraction because the driver's always involved. Now, older cars are more likely to have a manual transmission, and I personally believe a new driver, you know, a teenager, should start with a manual transmission car, in spite of the fact that there's added difficulty to learn the controls when they first start out. These cars prevent distraction. It's a great way to keep your kid's eyes focused on the road, focused on the job of driving, rather than texting or TikToking or whatever the heck they're doing. And finally, in this category, I'm thankful that older cars are easier to work on, if you're capable of do-it-yourself repairs. Most people can easily replace brake pads, coolant, brake fluid, engine oil, transmission oil, differential oil, and a lot more things with just a few simple tools on an older car if they put their mind to it. It's not as difficult as people think. So older cars are just easier to work on. So I'm thankful. And once you've finished that DIY project, what about hitting the road? What are you thankful for about that? Well, for me, I'm thankful for... Any windy road that snakes its way up and over mountains and down through valleys, rising and falling in and out of the tree line or through an open meadow, I love that stuff. Give me one of those any day. I'm also thankful for roads that are long and straight, straight as an arrow, right to the horizon, as far as your eye can see. Those roads make me go, wow, I wonder what's out there. I gotta go, right? And I'm thankful to be the first driver, and this is, this is just me personally, I'm thankful to be the first driver up the winding road to my home when there's two inches of fresh snow, zero car tracks, and I have like new winter tires on the car. This has happened to me a couple of times, like I'm at nighttime, that's actually my favorite, where the snow's just started to fall, I'm driving home, and there's this, you know, two, three inch layer of snow, and I'm like, I'm the first one. 
I get to break the trail. This is great. So I go sliding up the road, and it's so much fun. I drive back down, and I do it again. I did it like five times one time. Then the snowplow came, and I had to give up. But I'm telling you, that's the best. That's the best for me. I love that. Thank you. I give thanks for that. Now, what about this podcast? What am I thankful for when it comes to this podcast? Well, I am thankful that the podcast medium even exists. So I have the opportunity to share my automotive passion with other like-minded people. And specifically, I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to share some of my thoughts on interesting used cars, trucks, and SUVs directly with you. And I'm very thankful that you tune in week after week, time after time, to listen and hopefully learn something new about cars in general or a specific used car or truck. Something that I think you might want to own. This, to me, is the thing that I'm most grateful for. So I hope you find this podcast helpful, and I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Have fun, be healthy, and drive safely this holiday season. All right, now it's time to go back, join your family and friends, grab a turkey leg, and get to work on that second helping of mashed potatoes and gravy or a second slice of pumpkin pie. Why? Well, I think you deserve it. And I look forward to you joining me next time for another episode where we take a look at a cool used car, truck, or SUV available at a price you'll love. And until then, I'm Gary Crenshaw, this is Better Than New, and I'm really glad you came along for the ride on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs>